the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. That's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kiley. Going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by one of my favorite guests that we get on the air. It's Jim Bowden, former Major League Baseball general manager. You can find his work now over at The Athletic, where he writes about the league, and you can hear him on MLB Network Radio. Jim, we appreciate the time, as always, my man. Let's start with this. Let's go big picture. You're in charge of the Cardinals. What are the biggest things that you're looking to add going into the offseason? Well, I'm not in charge with the Cardinals, so if I were, well, obviously uh, it would be catcher, shortstop, and a starting pitcher, but what I would do has nothing to do with what the Cardinal fans want to hear. What they want to hear is what exactly is John Mosellock and Michael Gersh going to do, and that's obviously the number one priority is catching, and that's what they're going to work on. I think Sean Murphy is their number one target with Oakland. I think they're going to do everything they can to try to trade for him, I think he fits what they're trying to do. You know, one of the things that the Cardinals have been so spoiled with uh, over the last couple of decades is having the best game caller that ever lived, and that is future Hall of Famer Yadier Molina. Um, It's really hard to replace him with an offensive catcher. It's hard to replace him with someone that isn't elite at game calling and framing pitches because that was a big reason why the Cardinals have been so good for so many years. So I I think that John is going to look at all the catchers out there. I know they've been Connected with Wilson Contreras for the Cubs, I just don't see that as the perfect fit for what St. Louis likes to do. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking at all the catchers that are available, uh, and certainly the Blue Jays have catching available. But I think the best fit is going to be Sean Murphy. He's in his prime. Uh, he's got three years of service time. He's arbitration eligible for the first time. Um, he's improved his offense this past year, 18 homers, 66 RBIs. More importantly, his on-base was 33%, up from 30% the year before. He's good at game-calling. He's good at framing pitches. And the and the Athletics have Shane Langoliers, who they picked up in the Matt Olson deal, who they want to be their everyday catcher. He also profiles as a future uh, gold-glove caliber catcher. So I think that's the best fit for the Cardinals. I know John Mozalak, uh, Billy Bean, and David Forrest are all talking. Remember, Murphy won a gold glove in 2021. I'm, I'm not sure he's going to win it this year, but I, I'm not sure. I don't think he did win it this year, but he won it a year ago. So he's that caliber of a defender, and I think that's where they're going to go. What do you think the cost is going to be for that, Jim? I mean, because I've heard players like Nolan Gorman come up. I mean, is it going to be a hefty price? Well, you're going to have to pay a price. I'm not going to tell you it's Nolan Gorman. I mean, certainly Oakland's going to ask for Nolan Gorman. It's not going to be you know, Jordan Walker, but you have enough in your system to find a deal that works. Look, Oakland needs are so vast 
that they need a quantity deal as much as they do anything else, right? So, you know, they don't need that. Oakland doesn't need to do a one-on-one deal, right? You know, they may ask for, for Gorman, then they get a no. Okay, that's fine. But I think if they can get two or three, that next level kind of prospect tier three, uh, and, and Oakland can get a package of three guys or four guys, I think that's the direction they're going to want to go because they just have too many needs. Jim Bowden is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Jim, you also mentioned shortstop as a as something that you would like to see the Cardinals go after this offseason. We've been talking about that, as you can imagine, not just this offseason, but we talked about it last year, too, and there's some really good ones out there. If you had your pick of the litter, who would be the one that you would target, given what you expect the contracts to look like in the offseason? Well, you guys had me on last year, and I told you it was Corey Seager. That was the fit. Mm-hmm. And the reason the reason I liked Corey Seager a year ago was the left-handed bat. And I like the idea of, okay, you got a gold glover at third, a gold glover at first, a gold glover at second. You can live with an average shortstop defensively. And Seager, you put him in the middle of the lineup in between Goldie and Arenado, and you've done your work. All Your kids will take care of the rest. He was the perfect fit. That's why I kept pushing that concept. Obviously, he ends up signing with the Rangers. Cardinals weren't interested. Um, but look, there's a lot of, as you mentioned, four really good shortstops out there right now. My understanding is the Cardinals have interest in zero of them. That Edmund's going to play short. Donovan's going to play second. They're going to focus on the catcher. Then they're going to focus on trying to bring Quintana back or get another starting pitcher, and then maybe a bench piece, maybe a bullpen piece, but that's it. So I don't want to get Cardinal fans excited to think that they have a shot at a shortstop because I'm being told they don't, because they're not going to play in that arena. Now, I will be more than happy to answer your question. Uh, my favorite shortstop of this class is Carlos Correa. Um, I got to cover him in, you know, uh, four of the last uh, three of the last six uh, World Series, right, when he was a member of the Astros. He's a winning player. And he's got good range to both sides, a good arm. He brings a winning culture, plays the game the right way. I'm a big fan. Uh, Trey Turner is second. Um, You know, 21 homers, 27 steals. Plays adequate defensively, not gold glove caliber, but plays adequate. Uh, I like him better at second than short, to be honest. But, you you know, you could win a World Series with him at shortstop. Um, I like the speed that he brings. I'm not sure how well he's going to age because 30 of his hits were infield hits. And when the speed goes, what's it going to look like? And he's going to want 10 years. I wouldn't give him 10. Probably seven or eight years is, makes more sense for me for Trey. Uh, I, w- I would love Xander Bogarts. Bogarts, uh, I, you know, I think of him as a Cardinal, right? That Arenado Goldschmidt, perfect makeup player. No issues, no worries, leadership, says the right things, does the right things. Uh, so I like Bogarts. I got him third on my list. And then Dansby Swanson would be fourth. Dansby is one of those players that is going to overachieve with the talent that he's got. He's kind of like Derek Jeter in the fact that he's always in the right place at the right time when you look up on the field, and he's going to make the play with the game on the line, the routine play. He's going to make that with the game on the line. He's going to get that extra base, base running-wise, and he's going to get that base hit when he needs it coming off a career year. If I'm the Cardinals, I like any one of the four. If I can get any one of the four, I'm twerking. So, Jim, that's fantastic, by the way. I like how you just snuck that in at the end. Can you promise us you will put yeah, a video on please. Twitter of you twerking if they that's, do that? That's oh, TikTok. 100%. I, now, I'm not going to do it like Adam Schefter with my shirt off. But, but uh, yes, uh, I'll be more than happy to do it because, boy, would that be a difference maker for the Cardinals. But it's not going to happen, and that's okay. Well, and Jim, things, go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, finish your sentence. No, I was going to say, one of the things I love about John Mozeliak is he's always been a precision executive. He, he identifies what he thinks the biggest need, and he goes and he gets that piece, and that's it. And he doesn't promise you more things, and he doesn't play 
in a lot of arenas that he's not going to close a deal on. You know, he's, a lot of GMs will work on 15 deals at once or they'll work on nine free agents at one. He's not that way. He kind of focuses on what he wants, and then he zeroes in on that until that's accomplished, and then he goes to the next thing. So if I'm a Cardinal fan, you know, you might as well, instead of dreaming, you might as well realistically go, okay, go get me Sean Murphy because my team is going to be better at Murphy. It's not Molina, but this is a lot better than our choices internally. So please go get it, John, and then he'll work on the next thing. Well, and with that being said, Jim, I want to read you a text that we just got from from one of the listeners, and it said, this guy just nailed what the Cardinals will do, and I don't like it. I think there's a lot of pessimism of the Cardinals being in those deep waters, but on the flip side of that, their issues in the last couple of seasons have been that offense to protect Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, so can they afford to end the offseason the way that you painted the picture? Yeah, probably they can. Um because of the division they're in. I mean, I'm going to pick them to win the division again, and they haven't done anything yet. Um, I will say this. One of, one of the things that will happen is the young players are going to get better with the Cardinals. And, you know, Gorman is going to be impactful. Your best acquisition, and I'll tell you right now, because I always want to be the first one to call these things, mm-hmm. Walker is going to be National League Rookie of the Year. And your biggest acquisition is going to be the promotion of Walker on opening day to play right or left field, wherever they decide to put him. This kid's a superstar. I'm not saying a good player. I'm not saying a great prospect. I'm saying he's going to be a superstar. And he's not getting enough national love, and I don't know why. I just don't get it. You know, I keep watching all these prospect rankings, these people with Corbin Carroll at the top. I'm like, have you not seen this guy play at, at, at his size? Like when you when you when you when you have that kind of strike zone and you're still a 300 hitter, are you kidding me? I mean, these are the Aaron Judge kind of Dave Winfield, Dave Parker, like it's that level player. Like I don't think people understand. So the big bat you want, you have. It's sitting there in the minor leagues, and you're going to get it this year. You know, the one thing that bothers me is I want more left-handed hitting. You know, it's what bothers me with the Blue Jays. Oh, you have a great offense, great. But you don't have that left-handed hitter to break up all your righties. And people say, well, it's not a big deal because my, my righties hit righties is good. I don't care. It's, it's the game on the line, and, it's, and you're facing Presley in the ninth inning, right? It's that nasty slider that you want that lefty hitter in the middle of your Goldschmidt and Arenados so you can't bring in that one reliever, right? That has to face three batters. So, you know, that's why Corey Seager was the perfect fit for them. Uh, but anyway, Walker's going to be it. I, and I think Gorman's going to get better as time goes on. I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt he's a 30 home run bat in time. And his holes will they'll get smaller in time. you got to give him a bat. It's going to probably be year three. It's going to probably be year three in the big leagues before he gets to the potential and breaks out. But I do believe that he will. So, look, there's a lot of talent there. I'm all in on the catcher. I would do the shortstop. And I don't think you ever get enough pitching. I mean, one of the things when I looked at the Cardinals in the postseason – and they got eliminated, it was really because do your starting pitchers really match up with Wheeler and Nola? No. Does it match up with the Grom and Scherzer? No. Does it match up with Arias and Gonsolin and Kershaw? No. Like, that's what worries me, right? Like, go get DeGrom. You know, Seager last year, DeGrom this year, and let's pop champagne. That's what I want to do. Yeah, us too, us too, Jim. I'll be twerking if that happens, Jim. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll put up our video if they end up with one of Verlander, DeGrom, or Rodon. Uh, 
I, I did, you mentioned at the beginning that you'd like to see them or you think that they will end up with another starter. Uh, Jim, if we I, I'm operating under the assumption that I don't think it'll be any of those three guys. Maybe there's a trade to be made out there. What do you think they look to acquire if they do end up adding one of the starters that are available? Yeah, so look, I think Berliner's going back to Houston because I think Kate Upton wants to be in Houston. So I think he's going back there. I think DeGrom's going Braves or Rangers. Um, at least that's the buzz that I'm hearing. Um, Rodon is going to go wherever wants to offer the most money. Scott Boris is representing him. That's his background. And whoever, most years, most dollars is getting Rodon. I can't, say, I can't see St. Louis beating the market. That's just not what they do. So I think it'll be Jose Quintana. And if they can't get him, it'll be, I don't know, what is it, Chris Bassett? Maybe that's okay. Maybe Jameson Tayo. I don't know, but it'd be okay. They need to get one for sure. Is there any chance, Jim, that Shane Bieber's available via trade? I don't think so. Um, look, they have a window right now, and I think they're going to take this window. They're trying to add a bat right now. They feel good about where they were. I mean, they took the Yankees to game five. They were one win away from the ALCS. I think they're going to make another run right now. And I think the only way they trade them is you get to July 31st or whatever the trade deadline is going to be this year. And for some reason, you're not in it. But I have a hard time looking at that team in that division and to think they're not going to be right in the hunt once again, whether it be for the division or whether it be for a wild card spot because of the division they're in. Jim, we'll get you out of here on this one. You mentioned the left-handed bats. It's something we've discussed as well. You look at this market, and there's not a whole lot out there that makes a ton of sense, but there are a few outfielders that maybe you could squint and see how they fit here in St. Louis with Conforto, Benintendi, Peterson, Nimmo, who's going to get, it looks like, crazy money. Do you think any of those guys are, are fits for the Cardinals? I mean, I like getting a left-handed bat. I guess I always shoot for higher than that group myself. Um Nimmo's a good fit because, you know, he gets on base 37% of the time. I like OBP for the team you're in, and you can put him at the top of the lineup. Ben Attenney had a really good year. You know, he doesn't have a lot of power, but he's a good defender. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of, again, I hate to keep circling back to Seager, but that's what you needed, right? That left team at bat thick is a difference maker. Jock Peterson does not fit in that team on that clubhouse, so take Peterson's name off. Nimmo, Benatendi, who was the other one you had? Did you mention Conforto? Gower? Yeah, Sorry, Conforto on maybe oh, a one-year bounce-back deal. I actually love Conforto. I, I'm a Conforto fan. I don't know what the shoulder is, though, right? I don't know the medicals. I know Dr. Neil Elitrosh has, quote-unquote, cleared him, according to his camp. But, you know, there's there are some outfielders like Gregory Polanco that never bounced back. I mean, there's been a couple of guys that have had a similar surgery that didn't bounce back. So that's you got to you got to be careful. But the thing I love about him is he's a great makeup. He's got St. Louis like character and intelligence. He's a great kid, and he's got 25 home run power. And he doesn't, you know, he can hit six in your lineup for the Cardinals. So I do like that fit, especially if the money is right. So Jim, we'll get you out of here on this. It, you, you, it sounds like Sean Murphy, in your opinion, makes a lot of sense for this team. He's probably the the starting point. After that, if you had to make a, we'll, we'll say this is a prediction, put all of the disclaimers out there that anything can change over the coming days, weeks, and months, of course. What else do you think they end up with this offseason? Well, I think it's going to be catcher, starting pitcher, and a bench piece. I mean, I think it's going to be as simple as that. And I only say that because that's what the Cardinals say. 
That sounds Jim, like I our worst be, nightmare. Jim, I won't be twerking <laughs> yeah. about that. Jim, we appreciate the time as always. We'll be reading your work over at The Athletic, listening to you on MLB Network Radio. Thanks as always for hopping on with us today. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.